Can you hear me? Welcome to the Kids Swap Podcast, hosted by myself, Florian Simon, together with Maximilian Neville, bringing to you the international podcast about football, friends, and culture. You should sign me. Sign him up. Sign him up. Sign my boy. Yeah, what? Let's get the ball rolling. Yeah, let's go. Welcome back on the Kids Swap Podcast. As always, I'm with Maximilian Never again. Max, how are you doing today? I'm good, Flo. I'm good, my friend. How about you? Uh, exhausting day at work, but, um, you know, love the game. So yeah. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I feel you. We had some stressful weeks uh, behind us and the stressful weeks are coming up as well. Um, it's in the middle of the season and we're close to the next season, right? So absolutely busy work, a lot to do. Yeah, Max, um, last week we had your good friend, your brother, OT on the podcast, Othello Bar. Yeah. So we, we, we went over OT's career. I mean, he has a, like I said, uh, he has an amazing story, honestly, probably the best soccer story I've ever heard. Um, the most, yeah, humble guy, genuine guy and, and kind guy out there um, playing the game. And um, yeah, he took us through his time um, in Liberia, then in high school in the U.S., college in the U.S., playing pro at all different levels, NISA, MPSL, um, and the USL Championship, where he is now with Miami FC. Unfortunately, um, the game against Inter Miami got called off due to um, yeah, COVID-related reasons, I believe. Unlucky. And I, I would have loved to see that smashing tackle against Higuain <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah no they're they're still in in preseason getting ready for the season opener on May 2nd against Loudon um at the Ricardo Silva Stadium and my our boy OT is going to be ready so catch him live and um yeah OT if you're hearing this right now you're a legend <laughs> I hope you hear this because otherwise that means you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so basically this week we have um, another legend on the pod, um, a female football player. Um, her name is Aksa. And um, Flo, you want to tell us a little bit more about Aksa? Yeah, um, I think Max, we were both pretty excited to get Aksa, Aksa Mushtaq on the, on the pod. Aksa played um, for the same university as I did. She played for the women's soccer team of Leno Ryan University, starting to play football in the UK. Um, before she went to, to the US, she played for Bradford in the third women's division in, in the UK. Then, like I said, playing um, for Leno Ryan University in the NCAA Division II for four years in between playing NPSL. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, WPSL on the women's side as well and then um, trying to go professional which she finally did playing for Napoli starting to play for Napoli last year in Italy and now um, with the new year or right before the new year in December transferring to Roma also in Italy and yeah we had um, quite interesting chat and um We're super, super excited to provide you amazing content and really, really good insights from Italy, from the women's football business, of course. Um, we learned some new stuff as well, right, Max? And 
and yeah, we're just uh, we were super excited to have her on board, and yeah, we're excited what you're gonna say about it. So and listen make to sure it you, and enjoy. Make sure you stay um, until the part where she says how she made flow in practice. That never actually happened, but <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, shall we get started? Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's go. Right. Let's go. Are you nervous, Axa? I am a little bit. I'm nervous about what you're gonna ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous. You have no clue. <laughs> it's like it's a it's a fourth episode and uh, still um, nervous. <laughs> I wonder how the first one went then. Um, the first one was it, we were just talking random stuff the whole time. <laughs> really. Yeah, our very first try didn't go that well. <laughs> hey, it's all about improvement. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's good. We have room to improve, so it's getting better from mm-hmm. time to time. You know, Max, um, Axa is uh, a very, very skilled player. You know, like can easily take on um, two, three, four players um, playing on the right wing, cutting inside, and then um, have a have a really, really good finish. Um, Axel scored uh, quite some goals in her in the last season. I think thirteen goals, right? Thirteen goals, yeah. Thirteen goals in last season. Again, but <laughs> in in seventeen games, so that's uh, quite an achievement, which earned you a couple individual awards, such as SAC, like the Conference Player of the Year. Um, you were All American as well, right? Yes, I was. Big achievement. And uh, yeah. Every time Axa had the ball, you knew something special was about to happen, you know. And then, uh, the, and then uh, one of the commentators, one of the guys, like um, American, obviously. Um, so they always had quite funny um, lines when commentating. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, at one point when when Axa scored, he was like, "Mustak magic." <laughs> <laughs> and since then like it got stuck and every time Axa scored a goal I always uh, texted her or like like uh, told her hashtag magic again you know mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> it did quite well actually it's, it's quite good yeah um, well, what was yours flow was it slide tackle Simon or what was it what what, <laughs> what, what did they call you no, no we 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 didn't even have we didn't have uh, commentators at our games I think just in the um in the conference games, like in the conference tournament. Um, really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like you did. Really? I don't know. Well, he how would I know? He doesn't want to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I um, I don't know. I can't remember. But we had um, a great crowd that was uh, mm-hmm. singing songs about us. So no, uh, it was unreal, yeah. That was um, that was quite special. I think there's mm-hmm. no um, not many schools in the USA that um, that have that that have such a big crowd that actually um, creates their own songs and sings about their players. <laughs> um, before we go too much into detail um, about LR, after you graduated, you were looking for. Um, professional teams to play at Mm -hmm. so after you graduated in uh, 2019 2020 sorry last year right yeah last year yeah Yeah, sorry um (laughs) you went to germany for a tryout right you 
you tried you tried out yeah. with a, with a German um, first division team, mm-hmm. and yeah, you finally landed in Italy, and you played mm-hmm. for Napoli. So, uh, yeah. Max, what do you think? Should we start with the path to pro or path to the US? <laughs> I mean, wh- whatever you whatever you guys want to start with, I would say. Um, Path to the U.S. and then path to pro would be would be great. Okay, should we go uh, chronically? So yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, um, English English football in the third division, English women's football, because um, I think most of our listeners um, would never expect um, that we bring a female professional player on board as well. So mm-hmm. um, and I think. Yeah, uh, women's football doesn't get um, enough attention anyway. So it would be just great if you would, um, yeah, share some insights from from England how it is in the UK playing on the, on a on a very good level. Oh, okay. So when I started playing for Bradford, I was just I just turned sixteen, and that's when I went open age. So, I mean, I played for a team called Idol FC before then, and it wasn't a very big club or anything. It was quite a small, like, grassroots club. So, it was the standard wasn't amazing, to say the least. But it was fun, obviously. I got a lot of confidence from there. I played there for, like, two years, maybe, I think it was. Um, but there is, I need to start up my game and play for that's you know, like, going to challenge me. So, I went to Bradford and... It was kind of a shock to the system because I was always kind of one of the better players at the team I used to go to. And then I'm here turning up, I'm 16 years old, and there's people who are 20, 30, like 35, like <laughs> have so much more experience than me, so much faster, skillful, like technical, you know? So it was kind of a shock to me to think, oh gosh, like, can I be as good as these guys? Like, um, have I like come in too soon kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So how how came that, that you became, became such a such a technical gifted player where you're playing uh, a lot on the streets, like practicing for yourself um, and watching YouTube videos as Max mm-hmm. and me did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like, yeah, I was always out in the, in like, the playgrounds playing with boys, especially like I had like a little park near my, near my house. So I was always out there just trying to improve little skills here and there and, our field that we played and practiced on was always open. It was quite a large, like, it had, like, three fields on there. So I was always going before or after and practicing shooting or just little technical things with my friends. So I was, because I wanted to play as well, and I was on the reserve team at the at the start, and I was just pushing, like, to get to the first team and being on the bench. So obviously no, nobody likes to be on the bench, you know what I mean? So you've got <laughs> you've got to push as much as you can to, to play. <laughs> Axa, may, may I ask, um, who was who was your biggest idol growing up? I, I was reading a bit about you, and I think you guys share share one of them. So you probably watch the same YouTube highlights, both of you, all the time, before you even <laughs> Steve met. Steve Dillard, right? Yeah. Exactly. Close Yeah, of course. Yeah, I got him tattooed on my arm. What yeah. <laughs> no, no, no one better, really. Yeah, we're both... Uh, share a passion for for liverpool and uh um and we both um yeah idolize steven gerrard so that's that's why i'm surprised you you're not even close to be a player type like steven gerrard 
because I something to do with NCAA and it was all really stupid and I was I was really depressed actually because my team went to Florida and did preseason there and I was just in my little dorm room just sat there like crying just wondering what when I'm gonna play football (laughs) so that was an awful time of my life but um then obviously I got I got cleared and I scored my first goal and I was like wow this is going to be amazing. I'm going to score so many goals. This is going to be great. And then I scored maybe two goals this the whole season. And I was like, hmm, didn't go as I planned. But, you know, it was it was a good, it was good to to kind of get a lot of game time. I mean, um, the playing style is different from US to European football. And mm-hmm. uh, I bet um, to the UK even more. What do you yeah. How would you compare I mean, it? I think with with America, it's all it's very like fitness based and like running, and I feel like they're all the things that I'm bad at. <laughs> like <laughs> like on the minutes, but like you give me some fitness drill, and I'll be I'll be bottom or like near near to last. You know, it's just kind of mentality type of things. But it's just it was kind of it was hard to get get used to it and get used to a different coach, obviously, and and thinking I'm gonna have this coach for four years. But as as my years went on, I think the good thing was I progressed every year. So like every year I scored, I played more minutes. Every year I scored more goals. Every year I got more assists. So it kind of it kind of went well for me, you know. Like my sophomore year was probably like probably one of my worst years in terms of like performance, but I still scored like maybe three goals. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see then... five goals here. Oh really? In my sophomore year? Five goals and four ah no okay sorry i was in your junior year my bad oh, you got me happy then i was like wow that, that was more than i thought <laughs> but but you scored but you scored an amazing and very important goal in your sophomore year because i remember that i was there that was okay that was probably the best year, best goal of my career <laughs> do we want do you want uh, do you want to take us through it against wingate yeah it was yeah. Um, overtime and it was quite funny because Flo, you know, obviously Hannah, I played the ball to Hannah and I was like, oh, just lay the ball off to me and I'll shoot. And she gave me the worst ball possible. It nearly went out for a throw. And I was like, I don't know, like, what are you doing? So I had to go chase this ball. And I was so mad at her. And I was like, it's fine, whatever. And then I just tried to cut in and like took two players on, like by not even like, it wasn't even that much of skill. It was just kind of looking away. And then I took the third player on, and it was like a top corner kind of kind of goal, and it was. Maria, I haven't had many overtime, so like, and many overtime wins. So to win that for the team was was amazing, like absolutely amazing. Yeah, because I remember we played after you guys, and mm. uh, we were sitting at the sideline, like ready to to warm up and waiting and waiting. Oh, Jesus, overtime! <laughs> Come on, girls! And then Axa hit that banger, like top corner was amazing goal and we were all at the side like yeah (laughs) you know like um, celebrating Axa celebrating the girls and then um, we won as well um, Mm. one nil regular time and uh, yeah you guys stayed for uh, for the whole game it was it was so cold and uh, and we we (laughs) celebrated afterwards and um, I remember that the party after these games was probably one of the best party in my two years mm. in, at LR. Yeah, that honestly, like that weekend, just the whole weekend was probably one of the yeah. best weekends. 
like Atila, just the atmosphere after and everybody just saying like how amazing it was because a lot of people watched the games. And like Wingate men were like really ranked really high too, right? Yeah, they won the they won the national championship the year before. There you go. So obviously a massive win for you guys as well. It was it was unreal. Yeah, and playing for LR beating Wingate is uh, probably one of the best things during season. <laughs> yeah. Are they your rivals? Is Wingate and LR are they they're like the biggest rivals? Yeah, I would say what, so. What yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, and then came your junior year when you started to to earn awards honestly I didn't uh I didn't actually expect to get any award like when my when my freshman year I was like hoping oh maybe I'll get an award I don't know why I was hoping I was gonna get a award I didn't even play very well and I scored one goal but anyway <laughs> but my junior year I feel like I remember seeing the stats and like a lot of the girls from other teams scored more goals than me and assists and it's obviously not all about goals and assists like I'm not saying that it's just it helps you know yeah uh, the US so they look a lot on on your stats they, yeah. do, they do you're right you're right so I was like uh, I'm not gonna get an, I'm not gonna get much award this year because you know I, I'm quite low on like the points and things like that but then but then it was it was amazing to get it because I wasn't expecting it of course because I didn't get it in my first two years so it was it was a good it was a good time when I when I found out like I got I don't remember what I got. Do you, do, does it say it there? Of course, I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> South Atlantic <laughs> Conference, first team all conference, uh, United oh, Super Coaches, third team all region, um, then D2CCA, second team all region, and NCCSIA, first team all state. Mm, that's, that's impressive. It is impressive. More than that. <laughs> I didn't even know there was so many all teams, all teams that all, all teams. What is it saying? What is it saying? Yeah, well, Max, you don't know because you barely won that stuff. <laughs> oh man, I'm no, I, I didn't. I wasn't a superstar like you guys, man. No. Yeah, and then your your senior year, your most successful year, and you even won the the conference with the team, made it to the nationals. 13 goals, four assists, five game-winning goals. Awesome <laughs> Honestly, unexpected because we had we had a couple of goal scorers um, graduate. Obviously, Abby Brown was one of the bigger ones and she basically scored nearly all our goals, yeah. my junior, <laughs> except a few, you know. So uh, it was kind of it was kind of time for, for me to step up and the likes of Hannah to step up. So it was either we were going to score or nobody was going to score because... Our our lead scorers were gone, um, and we got we got really lucky to have such a good team because there was maybe seven starters who started off as freshmen together, or who were had a few years together. So it was really good to just kind of click and to like all of it to come together in our in our senior year, and even with the likes of Tina getting all American and Hannah win, winning all conference, I think she did, and you know it, it was it was a really basically a perfect year and. We thought we were going to go far in the nationals, which didn't happen, of course. But <laughs> it, it was still, it was still an amazing year against Wingate. Yeah, that was a very weird game. We, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Was it a four, four nil? Right. Thanks, Flo, for bringing back these memories. <laughs> I mean, I just, just gotta take, <laughs> uh, bring it out to people, you know. Like, <laughs> nah, what, was that your last game then, Axa, in college? My last. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never actually asked Flo, and, and it would be great to ask you first, actually. And, and then what, what was your last game in college? How did it feel when, when the final whistle was blown? 
honestly because of like I think we kind of ex- expected to win that game because we already beat beat the team mm. and we were on such a roll as well so it was like we kind of maybe looked forward too much and it it was an it wasn't an awful game like nobody played well and they just killed us basically so when the when the whistle went it was it was a really sad moment but for me I knew I was going to play football after like that was mm-hmm. what I wanted to do 100% I knew I was going to go I was going to play in the spring with the same team and then go play uh, in the summer and you know so for me it wasn't like football's ended but for a lot of the girls it was like that so like they were very sad like crying and I was like wow this is like actually like a really sad time like I'll never be on the field with these with the same girls again really yeah. so yeah. it was it was a hard time how about you Flo how do you feel um <laughs> he, was, he was probably crying I, I bet you <laughs> no actually what was your last- our, our last game was um against our uh how do you say boogie team boogie team right boogie team yeah, boogie team, yeah. what's um, that like the team you can't win against doesn't matter what happens oh, oh you okay, always okay. lose and we played against them in the in the conference tournament semi-final anderson oh and oh i do and uh, i don't know like we were even one nil up but we lost to one like super weird and we won we had we had won the conference already um so we were like yeah okay well we don't make it to the conference tournament final but you know, we won the conference, we're going to make it to the nationals. And then still had a huge celebration afterwards because we got the trophy, of course. And then, uh, yeah, two days later on Monday, when they drew the um, for the national tournament, um, yeah, our, our university's <laughs> name was not um, in the brackets. And uh, that was the point when I was uh, very, very sad. Because mm-hmm. I was like one of the guys um, that was like, like I was positive after the game. Like even I hate losing. Like there's nothing I hate more than losing. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was like, ah, come on, guys, it's, it's not that bad. Like we're gonna play next week again. You know, we're gonna mm-hmm. have the nationals. And two days later, it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, um, so that was a weird last game. So you didn't know it was your last game. Exactly. But it was yeah. your last game. And yeah. then so you never for, had a last game. Yeah. For me, the <laughs> real last game was um, the last game um, on our home pitch when we played mm. uh, the conference uh, quarterfinal. Because I was, uh, you, you, you remember that uh, picture of Iniesta sitting in the camp now? Um, yeah. When the lights are off. That that was me after the game. I was just sitting oh. there on the field and be like, "Damn, that was two years already." You know, like gone so mm-hmm. fast, and because I enjoyed it so much playing there. But yeah, so I I try to remember that as the last game because we won. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that's football, right? Of course, of course. It it is, yeah, it soon. I, I'd like that to end at some point. So right. And same as you, I knew that I'm going to continue playing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, because for a lot of Americans, um, after graduating from from university, they're done with playing if they go pro. Could you imagine that? 22 and you stop playing. Especially after giving so much of your life in four years, I just can't. Like, it just doesn't work. I I could never, like... No. I'm freaking out now after five months. (laughs) (laughs) No, 
Yeah, but in the US, you also had another experience. In the summer 2018, you played for Rochester United FC in the WPSL. I did, yes. How is how, how can I imagine summer league um, on women's level? <laughs> well, honestly, I've been through a rough time with summer league actually because me and me and my roommate was were going together and we went to a team called Fire um, SC and we got there and we drove like maybe 16 hours to get there. Where, where was that? Except Minnesota. where was in Minnesota? Yeah. Um, and then we got there and like we had maybe two, maybe three training sessions and it was unreal. I was like, oh, wow, this is like really cool. Like I'm going to get so much better. And then the coaches get sacked. They get fired. Yeah. And we were like, what? And then so he was like, oh, like we'll still play and we'll still be a team. And we'll get more games. And we were like, okay, that's fine then. It just didn't work because he was he was not a coach of a team. So like it just didn't, like, how is that going to work, you know, for to have a season? in the summer so a lot of the girls left and I was I was here thinking I just wanted to have a good summer and play football and get ready for my junior year of yeah. my senior year senior, my year, senior yeah. year yeah and then I knew one of the girls who like I was friends with she was going to Rochester and that was in the same league as fire and she was like do you want to come along and I was like yeah like I hope I can like you know go there and, and perform well and They gave me an opportunity to go, even though they had a full squad. So it was it was nice. I mean, it wasn't the be all and end all. It wasn't amazing, but it, it helped me. I think it helped me gain a lot of confidence. It helped me become fit. And I appreciated them to to keep me for the summer and even though they didn't have to. So it was it was good. And the summers before you you went back home, you didn't want to play summer league before? Yeah, well, my freshman year, I was just, I was kind of getting a bit homesick. So yeah. it was my first year, I went home. And then my sophomore year, I was traveling Europe with, with a lot of the girls from the team. So that's why. And then my senior year, I was going to play in Cali. But that sadly didn't work out either. <laughs> I mean, now you're in Italy. So that's, that's, that's comparable. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now I'm in Italy. So it makes it a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, so after graduating, um, you were looking for, for teams to play, right? Uh, you were in Germany trying out for SV Meppen. Yep. How, how was it there? You were there for, for two weeks, right? Two Maybe weeks? one week. I think. One week? I think, yeah, yeah. It was okay. I mean, it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a shock because obviously I've never lived anywhere or like been anywhere that's not on holiday to like a different um, speaking country. <laughs> so this was my first experience of having a team that doesn't speak English. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this for a year? Like <laughs> I was, I was literally stood there and we were doing this fitness drill and there was like, they were saying in German, like what to run to. So like the goalpost, the halfway line. And I was stood there and everybody would just run and I would follow these people not knowing where, what I was doing, where to go. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds it pretty it sounds really weird right german for you as an english person <laughs> yeah like <laughs> language like i don't know much languages except english so it was hard and not a lot of the girls spoke english there which was i was kind of surprised so obviously germany you, you'd maybe be more i don't know english based but but maybe two two girls spoke english so i kind of had to like latch onto them and they'd tell me everything that was going to practice Uh, but it it was a good it was a good experience, but 
it just wasn't wasn't the right for me and it was very small place so I went with my sister there and like it was difficult to to go out on our own and and be able to do things because nobody spoke English because it was such a small town which made sense you know obviously we're in Germany but it was very hard yeah it's not it's not like uh, a place where tourists go usually <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> But I mean, you were you were you were used to German, right? You always had Germans around at LR. Yeah, at, at least but... at, at least the yelling part on the field. <laughs> True. You yeah, you and Alex. <laughs> I, I I I was wondering, Axel, how did you get the trial for the listeners out there? Do you have an agent, or how did uh, how did it work out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have an agent, and at that point, actually, I had a couple of agents that were like kind of wanting me, so I never actually picked an agent at this point. And he was like, "Oh, like I got in contact with this team. You should go to it, and like obviously, if you get it, then then like you can choose me to be your agent, basically." Um, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Like that's so great. Thank you." So he he got me he got me the opportunity, which was really nice of him. Oh, great! And was was mm -hmm. he the one that um, got you the opportunity in Italy as well? No, so now with a different agent, he who got me the one in Italy. It was between the two, and this just kind of came about, and it was, it was just kind of the right decision at the time. So, so yeah, in Italy now, you you're at your second club already. So you first <laughs> you first went to to Napoli. Mm -hmm. Um, in when was it August something? August, yeah, September. August. Uh, August. Give give us some details here. What happened? How was how was your time at Napoli, and um, how is it now in in Roma compared to Napoli? Yeah, I want to know it, everything. Napoli is yeah. one of the greatest clubs in Europe. I want yeah, Max yeah. Max I Max mean, lived lived quite some some time in in Italy as well. So he's he's very very excited to hear that part. I am. I am. So Napoli is actually one of my favorite places in Italy. I mean beautiful so max yeah. you can you can uh ask all the questions <laughs> i was i was gonna ask you access so uh yeah please please take us through everything i want to know the details um you know did you what do you guys yeah so you got you don't train at the same facilities well but maybe how was it you know getting there at the airport everything You know, Napoli is really special, also a special place within Italy. It's it's even more Italian than Italy is almost, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so how was it? Yeah, it was it was interesting to say the least. Um, so I got there and they were really nice. Like they took care of me and things. But I had a lot of problems the first month because of like the COVID things and that. And like I took blood tests and it was telling me that I had antibodies for COVID. So we had to we had to do loads of tests because I don't really know why because my COVID tests were negative but we had to do loads of tests to make sure that I was like clear to play. So it was kind of a lot of a lot of issues really which didn't help me in the slightest because I couldn't play for the first month. Obviously I'll I'll, I'll give them my all like they they helped me kick off my professional career and got me a lot of recognition. So like hats off to them. But I did meet a lot of good 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 people on the way. And I'm still friends to it, like with them now, so I don't I don't ever regret going there or anything. I had some good like uh, memories and things, and that like I said, Napoli is a beautiful place, so it was nice to to live there and to experience that for sure. And what was I, I would love to know how was the professionalism compared to like Bradford, um, the third women's division in in um, England, 
than um, the NCAA D2 level in Lenore Ryan. And when you're playing pro at, at Napoli in Serie A, um, they are in Serie A, right? Sorry if I'm... Yep. Is, yeah. yeah, okay, good. good. <laughs> I didn't want to be ignorant like that. Um, what was... Um, how would you compare the first of all the level of play and and also just the professionalism um is it just a, a large step from from ncaa d2 in the us or or how how would you say honestly i feel like with la it was very very professional like you had to be set on with a lot of things like i don't think people realize how i know like they say oh it's just college but i feel like it's a very professional setup right flow like yeah 100 percent, 100 yeah like and you have so many more practices and like because you're juggling school as well, you're just so, so busy. And it kind of takes your mind off it. Whereas like now being pro uh, and playing for Napoli, it was all about football. Like the coach would be like, we used to live on like a beach kind of set. And he was like, don't go to the beach. You literally eat, sleep, play football. You go home, you focus on football and you think about the next day and you eat. And sleep. like it was just kind of everything is revolved around football, which is obviously amazing. You've got to think like that when you're, when this is kind of your career right now. So, but it's sometimes it's a lot to take because you kind of want to take your mind off football for, for a couple of days and then kind of regroup yourself. But it was hard to do that because obviously you practice every day and then you maybe have one day off a week. So it was kind of hard to, to regroup yourself sometimes, especially because I wasn't really enjoying it there. Um, and then like playing every single day was just sometimes kind of gets to your head and you're just like, oh, do I really want to do this for a living? um but it was so yeah it was it was tricky but I feel like everybody goes goes through kind of ups and downs in their career and that was maybe in my down and now I'm getting back up again so yeah. what, what about like the language barriers when you were when you got to Italy you know yeah. to there, mu just that, there must be that. there must be much harder than in Germany like I feel like Italians uh I'm not that, um, I don't know, like proficient speaking English. Yeah. I think well, in Germany, like most Germans can at least somehow like communicate in English. Uh, well, that's the thing. So my coach uh, at Napoli didn't speak, he kind of spoke a bit of English, but not really. But the hard thing was like translator. So sometimes we'd be in a room for an hour and the coach would be speaking and nobody would translate to us. So we'd have no, he could be, he was like, there was one time he was like, like shouting at us or like, I don't know, saying something. Like, I still don't know. To this day. <laughs> he was saying this person, he was like, okay, do you guys understand? Okay, go like, go practice now. Like, let's go practice now. And we were just kind of like, there was like probably like at least eight of us who didn't speak Italian. So we just kind of looked at each other and was like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. <laughs> but was fun, but yeah, so... <laughs> yeah the first couple of like months i'd say was just like mind-blowing it's so it's so difficult and i feel like i mean it's it's like nice that you're in a different country and things like that but it does take a toll on you because sometimes you can't now that i'm in rome it's it's a lot better because obviously a lot more tourists and a lot of people speak english but nepal's i mean people did speak english but just less you know so sometimes you just kind of, you kind of can't really go out on your own sometimes because in case you kind of run into trouble and like you can't really speak Italian or they can't speak English. So I think it's hard to get used to, but once you get used to just knowing that you're not going to be able to do certain things or you have to go about it a different way, it, you kind of just get over it. How about studying Italian? Okay, so this is the thing. <laughs> I, I hate studying languages one because I feel like I'm so bad at it but 
I, as all the, the British is, are. I, the, yeah, right. Yeah. You understand, right? <laughs> like, I don't know one British person who loves to speak a language or who knows more than one language, really. <laughs> uh, but I, I would, I would. I feel like now I know more, for sure. Well, you had to learn the the football language first. What were like the first terms you learned? Literally left and right foot because everybody used to be like keep on her right because I'm left footed you know everybody mm. said um so like everybody would just be like oh like sinistra and destra is left and right so that's all I would hear the whole the whole session <laughs> well knows that because he probably laughed at me for my right foot most of the time too so me yeah so, because I don't use my right foot I'm sure you did one time in our life one time <laughs> Yeah, exactly. See, Max, he's really mean to me. He is, no, man. I'm, I'm no. going to tell him off after this podcast. <laughs> wow. You know, I was really curious, Axa, because uh, when I moved to Italy um, in my first preseason, like, I spoke Spanish, so I thought I spoke Italian. So, you know, I felt like I thought corner was like corner, but, you know, it's angolo and those yeah. kind of things. Like, so I was just saying the wrong things <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> And like, uh, I thought like penalty, you know, was like penalty, but it's like rigore. So like so many like different words. So I was just kind of like first day I thought I knew what I was saying. No one knew anything. Right. So, but what I noticed, and I don't know if it's the same in the women's game, but in the men's game in Italy, and this stuck with me till now, like when I ask for the ball, when I'm playing, I go like, uh-huh. oh, oh, do, do they do yeah. that in the women's game as well? They do that, yes. They, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> they say, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Housemate does that a lot. Like a lot of the girls do do that. Yeah, I don't feel like I realized it until you just said it, but all the time. Yeah, they, I, I got it got so stuck with me. So when I moved to my next country to play, they actually made fun of me and called me oh because I always yeah. Asked for the <laughs> yeah. How can you do that in Germany, man? Yeah. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> no way. I, that that's a fun that's a funny topic as well. Like, how do you call for the ball in different countries? Yeah, I, I don't even know, except for Italy. <laughs> Honestly, that's quite interesting. How do you do that in the UK, Axa? I just be like... Oi, oi! <laughs> like, or like, yeah. You say, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, play me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in Germany, yeah, you just yell at each other. <laughs> Not right. <laughs> and the one that yells in the most aggressive way gets the ball. <laughs> I feel like the English, especially because um, when I when I say things now, like don't I just don't know so much about the women's games. I, I mean, I haven't played in the women's game. Right. So I just feel like from all the countries I've played with, the English are the most vocal. Like, uh, is it the same in the women's game as well? Like the men, they're so vocal. It's it's insane compared to other countries, I think. Really? Yeah, I'd, I'd say the women are quite vocal in, in England as well. I thought they're very out. They speak a lot to maybe too much most of the time. <laughs> it's, like I feel like I speak a lot, especially in games. Like that's why it's quite funny because in America, Flo can probably tell you, I get kind of angry sometimes on the field. So I always like <laughs> don't look at me like that. I always um, like talk back to the ref sometimes. So obviously, you know. But here, you talk back to the ref, he just looks at you and walks away because he doesn't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's better because you know what you're saying but sometimes i'm like can you speak back to me and he doesn't know obviously what what's going on you have to have to do some gestures with the hands and then they they start understanding right 
yeah, yeah. I I actually remember me saying a bad word when um in America, but it wasn't to anybody. It was just out loud because I maybe I did something wrong or they did something wrong, and the ref gave me a yellow card, and I was like, I was like, am I in high school right now? Like I just said something. What did you like, say? We, we can't be saying them things now, though. Of course, I'm, I'm go- we're we're explicit. <laughs> it's okay. We can use better. I honestly don't remember what I said. I was like, maybe I said like, "Oh fuck off" or something. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> like it wasn't like I was swearing directly at him, so I don't know why he got so angry. But that was the case. Yeah, I mean, refs in in the US are um, they're so funny. Totally I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> they say the funniest stuff. Um, basically, you went from Napoli on loan to, to Roma, or or how did you're on loan at the moment? Yeah, I'm on loan, but that was only like just so I could like easily play for Rome straight away because I, I like wanted to play as soon as possible. But this kind of made sense, and I was like, I'll just finish out the season in Italy and then see see what happens after. So it was it was weird because I was talking to Rome maybe like five days before I I came here. <laughs> Like, that's how quick the transition was. Like, I talked to them. They said, do you want to sign? I said, yes. And two days later, I was on my way here. Like, it was crazy how, like, quick it happened. And I came here in December. And then I feel like I've had a lot of bad luck now I'm talking about it. Because when I came, I was supposed to play and somebody had COVID on the team. So we had to quarantine for two weeks. Oh. (laughs) I was like, can I go home? Because, you know, at this point, we weren't doing anything. So then I went home early and that was the best decision I've made because I got to spend like, it with my family. But then I couldn't come back because of COVID again. So I literally came back two weeks later than I was supposed to. Did not go down well with the team. Understandably, okay. Then I got back. I had to quarantine for two weeks in Italy. Um, so I was just in a hotel on my own for two weeks. How was the transition after? Like... um. When you got, you know, you were two weeks at home, two weeks in, in quarantine, and then you finally got on the field. How, how was it different to, to Napoli? And I just felt really, like, really important here in a way. Whereas at Napoli, I just, I did not feel important. I did not feel anything, you know, like I, my confidence was so low. I felt really bad at football. Um, so here it just kind of, they were like, oh, like, we want you to play so well. We want the ball to go through you. We want you to do this and that. So it was so nice to just, be refreshed and hear the words that you are a good player and like sometimes I hear that like not in like a you need to just hear it mentally I feel like because sometimes when somebody's just dragging you down for four months of your life it's like can I actually play football professionally probably not but then when people like this come at you and say oh you're such a good player you know like you'll do well for this team it just it kind of just helped and then I finally started my first my first few games and it was obviously hard because I haven't I hadn't played a game for a while at that point, um, and especially a full game as well. So it was the first couple of games were hard to get into because in Napoli, in um, sorry Italy, it's quite strength, and I don't feel like I'm quite a big player. So um, strength is I always say a lot of things about weaknesses, so I don't really know what my strengths are, but <laughs> strength. <laughs> <not one of them. laughs> So so yeah so now now it's like I'm maybe eight games in or nine games in so mm-hmm. I'm a lot more the team gelling a lot and 
we've we've come off some great wins actually. We're like five and five now with our new manager, so it's it's going really well. So and you- the city of Rome, how how are you enjoying that? Unreal, honestly. It's, it's actually like there's so much things to do and see here. Like you just kind of just walk around and it's so beautiful. Like we've actually explored a lot, and that that's why it makes me so sad that we've gone to red zone now because nothing's open. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before, I feel like me and a few of the girls, we, we should always like on our days off just just roam around and roam around, roam just around, <laughs> roam around and roam. <laughs> Why am I like this? And just uh, <laughs> well, different things. <laughs> man, I'm kind of jealous, man. I swear. I, I I notice I've said that every single episode. I'm always jealous of of everyone. <laughs> Ot Ot, we we interviewed last time. He he plays in Miami, and um, you you play in Rome, man. And we're, I'm stuck here in in uh, Munich, Germany, in, in quarantine. No, not quarantine. Corona. <laughs> Lockdown. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now you're in Rome, Flo. You wanna you you wanna take it? I've been asking too many questions, man. I'm, I think I'm annoying our guest here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, what's coming next? I would think um, for you, interesting would be a country where where your teammates and your coaches would actually understand you and you understand them. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously my agent is looking at other teams and things and. I respect Rome so much because it's brought my confidence back and things like that. But I just don't know if Italy is the right place for me. Um, and I just feel like people just just go through that. And it's it's, it's a beautiful a beautiful country. And right now I'm in a beautiful city. But I think ideally I would I would go to an English speaking country, um, wherever that would be. I think I think honestly Australia would be one of my biggest bets because that is would be unreal. I'd love to live there for a while. Um, but yeah, I think on top of my list would be English speaking countries for sure. How's Australia? How's the, um, just out of curiosity, how's the women's football, um, in, in Australia? How's, how's, how's the level and how, how developed is it out there? Yeah. I just wanted to ask the same because I have no clue about Australian (laughs) women's football. (laughs) It's like, it's pretty good. Like, I feel like it's kind of like Italy in a way where it's like quite, quite developed I have a friend who used to play for Napoli too whilst I was there and she's like an unbelievable player and she's at she's in um Australia right now playing for a really good team and she says it's a really good level and I feel like it's quite a good like setup there as well like professionally so I think it could be it could be a good option honestly and it's it seems like a cool a cool um place to live as well and can't you go somewhere cold man so I don't have to be so jealous Axel you're going to <laughs> Australia I hate cold, so I hope not. So we're taking you to Canada. That's Canada. <laughs> I love England because it's always so cold there, so I just can't enjoy life. So as a player, what would be your big goals that you would set yourself for the for the future? Of course, you want to find... Um, Another really, really good team on a hopefully English-speaking country. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what would be I did- your main goal or what is your main goal in your career? What are you looking for yeah. most? I think just idea just playing on like the best team I can play on, like maybe in England as well. Because I feel like I think um Italy's second division, like maybe like the half bottom half of the table is probably like English's second division. 
that right? Yeah, their first division is like English second division. So I think in England it's a lot, it's a lot more developed than Italy, if I do say so myself. Um, so I think I think I would love to live in England. Um, I just I mean I know I just took the mick out of the weather, but um, <laughs> England. You know, I'd be near my family as well, but obviously I wouldn't want to live at home, so it'd just be somewhere else. Um, but I think that's one of my big goals, just just to play at a team where I know that I'll enjoy and that will challenge me, but I'll be there for a couple of years. I, I don't really like moving teams a lot because um, I quite like like the environment of, of being comfortable with a team and being comfortable within yourself of playing and everybody knowing like how you play and your style, you know? Yeah. So I think just, just being um, set on a team for a couple of years at least is, is one of my biggest goals for the next like maybe two or three years and and try to push on push on my career and get noticed really. Fingers crossed for that. I hope your your agent um, is going to find you something you you can really enjoy. Um, wait, especially um, yeah, not only playing but also living. I mean, I can mm-hmm. can imagine how how hard it is um, living in a country where you don't speak the language. So let's imagine you would take the next step, play on the on the highest level um, in whatever country you prefer, if it would be the US, uh, England or, or Australia. And you would have the chance to play um, the national team. So just mm-hmm. out of curiosity, you have a, a Pakistani background, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Would you be um, eligible to play for Pakistan as well for the national team? For women? Uh, yeah, this is, this is exclusive only for you, Flo, because... Yeah, my bestie. Basically, team coach for Pakistan got in contact with me and asked me if I wanted to do something with them. See, and that's what that was the question I wanted to ask. Would you decide break, for break England? Would, no, you de- <laughs> would you decide for England or Pakistan? Breaking news. <laughs> Definitely. Nah, it's. I mean, obviously, like I don't think I'm very, like, Pakistani, like. Like myself, you know what I mean. Like I feel like I'm quite an English person, if you know, if that makes sense. Um, but it 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 have to be England. It, it has to be England because Pakistan's nowhere near the the level. Like obviously, I'm sure they're a great team, but they're just nowhere near the level that England are. Um, and England's always pushing for for the wins and to win like cups and things like that. So it's got to be England. No, no competition really. But then, but then you, but then you face the Germans and you lose. It's always like that. No, Germans always win against English. So. <laughs> I, I'm actually half half, and I support England. By the way, yes, we love to hear that. <laughs> I do, but it's it's always yeah, it's it's not the easiest. When I was growing up, man, always disappointed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is so funny. No, you've got you've got to spot the English in any in any way you can. I was actually reading though because um, during my studies, um, I, I studied football business um, at a, at UCFB in England, and um, I don't know what it was. It was some. It was one of the courses. Um, I think it was governance and and um, and finance and football or something like that. And um, they were talking about how in Pakistan, FIFA is really developing the women's game. Is is that mm. right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when the when the coach was talking to me, um, he was talking about like a lot of. It's quite inspiring, actually, because I would love to go there and do some work because being like a Pakistani origin, like nobody wants women to play football. They don't want women to do 
really anything um, except stay at home. So I think like kind of going out of your comfort zone to do things that like not are in the that are not in the norm is really hard for like Pakistani people. And I feel mm-hmm. like it was very hard for me growing up too. Um, like I struggled a lot with like a lot of challenges with my family and people just kind of around my family telling them to, like to make me stop playing football. So I think um, the guy was telling me like how in in Pakistan like there's so many girls who want to play out and play like come out and play football and like it's just getting so so much bigger and like now they didn't have a women's national team for like maybe the past three years or something and now it's it's coming about again so it just kind of shows what like the FIFA like you said are doing and kind of making making moves with it which which is really cool I think maybe you can be part of of some something very big if you were if you were to go over there and and help grow the game and everything yeah honestly that would be so cool like I'd love to like have like little girls kind of look up to you and just kind of think wow like I'd love to to get to that level you know like or any level like it's not just kind of getting out of the the like normal way of of kind of living in Pakistan like they they love football so kind of you should carry on with it and like look at me like I'm carrying on with it and even the girls in the national team like they must have gone through a lot to to be in the national team so I think it's awesome to to look up like to be looked up to I think it's really cool I actually had a question that was that came to my mind um how did your or I don't know who got you to play football but how did they get you to play football so I can use this tactic with my daughter (laughs) (laughs) honestly like I wish I could remember because I feel like not a lot of my family play football like a couple of my cousins do and my brother kind of uh, but not really. So I don't know who got me into it or who like started me to play. Maybe just keep giving her like a football like every time like you go out and just make sure she's like playing with it. And don't <laughs> I, I try, I try, but but for some reason she wants to play basketball, and I, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, yeah so maybe when you have a game, a live game, tell tell me to tune. Uh, I'll 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 tune in and I'll have her watch it and I'll say, oh look, we interviewed her and yeah, and um, so- yeah, maybe she oh, can. She's turning five in May. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I'm trying to, yeah, I I think she'd be good, man. I think she'll, she'd be a pacey winger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just just like you. She's, she's kind of athletic. I swear. I hope, I hope with a better finishing than you, Max. She's, (laughs) she's, sometimes she passes the ball back to me. She's, she has good, she's, she's, she's technical, but uh, no, I, I would just, I would love to know how, like, at a young age, like, did you just, you just like fell in love with the game, but how, like, I feel like Flo, you and me, probably our, our dads just forced us to, to play football almost, right? I mean, it, it, it was, it was normal um, for, for, for us or for me, because my dad was coaching teams here. Like at the time he coached three teams because he loved it so much. And we were on the, on the field every weekend. Um, like when he played, my brother played, um, later I started playing it's just like I don't know it just happened <laughs> it was like yeah go go play you know like I don't know see that's the thing like for me like my mom and dad don't they don't play any sports they're like they hate sports they're just not for that so I don't know my brother a little bit my sister hates sports so I don't know who got me like to play with this you know what I mean it's so strange. I think it's so strange when I think about it because, like, like I said, the norm of me playing football is not, is next to nothing. Like, I probably shouldn't have been playing football in like, a lot of people's eyes because I'm like Pakistani and I'm from Bradford. 
Um, so I don't know how it came about when now I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's something. Um, I think it's cool that um, you don't fit into the norm. You know. You know, I I I we I really enjoy doing like um like just free flowing interviews like this kind of stuff. But I had one question I knew I was gonna ask. And, uh, you know, you know, wait, 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 one thing. <laughs> yeah. Every time Max is about to ask a question, he's always like, oh, yeah, one thing I wanted to say, like, oh, yeah, there was one question I wanted to ask. You know, in the last episode, he said five times, there was one question I wanted to ask. Because <laughs> I knew he had to go. So I was kind of like playing mind games with him that just to keep him, you know, a bit, a bit more, a bit more. <laughs> no, but because so, I... <laughs> Lou was telling me all about that you're a very technical player mm -hmm. and I really enjoy technical players. And um, so in my mind, I, I have like, a, I don't know, like a little messy and, and is that kind of what I can imagine? So then the question was, and I, I want to state it pretty clearly, if you went 1v1 against Flo in practice or something, how, how would you make him? Not would you make him, but how would you make him? <laughs> That is an amazing question. I think I would I would love to see you try. <laughs> I probably did it before, you know. <laughs> but I'd actually probably because he knows I'm left footed, I'd I'd have to try to fake that I'm going on my left foot so he could like like think he was gonna tackle me and kind of go to my right side because he wouldn't expect it because you know he knows I'm very left footed. And that that's how it'd be. I think it'd be quite easy, honestly. And just just a clean one right through and yeah, he, would, right he would slide along to the floor and then yeah you know there's one thing if someone makes me or tries to make me it's not gonna end well for that person you know because even though you would be past me at one point i would catch up or there would be another challenge and then it would be the last one I could promise you. Yeah, let's not let's not try that, Axa, because he's not even. No, joking. no, he's not even joking. No, <laughs> no, Axa, I would never hurt you. I never, know. I would never Too do. Nice that. Never. Axa, <laughs> I'm I'm actually really interested. Um, what would what are your hobbies outside of football, and um, what would you like to do after football? Good question. I feel like my hobbies outside of football is just like exploring different like different places and different um like scenery because i love i love going to places that have like a beautiful view or like food love exploring a lot of food options um but yeah just just exploring different like cultures because i feel like obviously yeah. i've been to america and england and italy's completely different so it's, it's nice to just kind of just go to a little a little park and have some food or something like that you know just just experience something you wouldn't yeah. normally so i do love doing that and like hanging out with my friends a lot um and after football I think it's quite hard I feel like sometimes I'm like wow what, what should I do if I if I didn't have football what, what am I going to do if this goal goes wrong <laughs> um but I think coaching like if you asked me this like three years ago I'd be like wow I hate coaching but since I've <laughs> but since I've been in Rome I've been doing a lot of like uh coaching with the younger teams um and like it was sometimes like English lessons so not a lot of them know a lot of English, so it's kind of like you speak very simple and clear. But I think it's quite cool just to have um, that kind of bond with them. Like whenever they see me, they try to speak English to me, you know, and no matter how small they are, they could be like six years old or like 12. 
um, and they try to speak English to me or just say a couple of words. So I think that's really nice. Um, so I think I think that could that could definitely be an option going forward. Just having like coaching and getting a couple of coaching badges and things for sure. Yeah, it's cool. Staying involved in the game, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I always want to stay involved in the game, like no matter what. And I have a psych degree as well um, that I got in America, so I could somebody do like do something with sports psych and things like that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. that's the flow's really interested in that as well, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never been, let's say like that, my grades in Germany were never good enough to start to start a psych program. So I went in, So I went into business. Apparently everyone can do that. <laughs> everyone goes into business. I had a question for you, actually, like my favorite, yeah. my favorite, favorite thing about Italy is one breakfast, like just going to a, a little bar and getting a, a cafe and, you know, like a brioche and just having like La Gazzetta and everything and. Yeah. talking with my friends for three hours and then aperitivi do you like do you like doing aperitivi <laughs> yeah. as well like oh my god man those are yes 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 I, I feel like in Italy you just talk the whole time that's what I like I don't know is that what you feel like as well yeah it's nice yeah yeah for sure like, with that the gesture like... mm. yeah obviously gotta be loads of gestures <laughs> but no I do, I do like that about it's like you literally can can just go walk down the street and just you'll find things to do or a cute place to sit or just have a couple of a drink something you know it's, it's really nice like that man i miss it now <laughs> <laughs> gotta come back yeah it's such a great place mm-hmm. it's just so much slower sure. right everything just i don't know how you feel i feel like it's just i don't know people enjoy life out there it's just more yeah. relaxed and and I was, like like mm. you said, Max, tutto con calma. Yeah, they, 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 I, I was telling Flu, like, <laughs> he asked me, like, what, what he thinks I got out of all the cultures I lived in. And I said, like, uh-huh. I didn't really get anything out of Italy, although I wish I would have. But I think because Italians are just cool. I don't know how you feel it, but I feel like they present themselves <laughs> super cool. They're always relaxed. They're always, like, looking great, you know. And, uh, and I said to Flo, I wish yeah. I, I got that, but I just can't. I'm just, I don't have this swagger about me, this Italian. No, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm always anxious. Yeah. How, how is it for you actually moving to, do you, do you see that actually in Italians? They're more confident, like calm, comfortable with, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what I've also realized actually, they, they're never on time <laughs> is what I've realized. They're either, they're either early or late. Like they just, it's never, the time they say is never going to happen. <laughs> like oh, it's so... God. But yeah, no, they are they are quite cool and calm. Like I do like that. Like it's not like not stressful people. Yeah. I feel like in England people are very stressful. <laughs> but here it's not like that. They just kind of just chill and just kind of go about the day. Yeah, I love that. I love that. What about compared to the US? Like I, I would love to know your insights, how you felt in all those different countries. Yeah, I I love the US. I think it was because it was it was quite similar to obviously my life. Well, not my life in England, but like it's quite similar to England, obviously, because they're so English speaking and the kind of people around you. I had a lot of uh, foreign teammates, too. So I think finding the cultures within them mm. was very nice, like to how they how they go about their day or like what they would do before game days kind of thing. Like it was, it was really nice to experience what what their their mindset was on a lot of things. Like even with Flo, like obviously just talking to him about Germany, it was so cool to get his insight yeah. on Germany and. I'm sure, or I hope, it was the same with me when he was talking to me about England. So, 
I think it was nice to have so many cultures together and just kind of bringing them all together like in one. Yeah. And then kind of just going from there. That's what I love the most about college soccer. I always say it's it's just the mm-hmm. like the cultural experience. It's crazy. Yeah. I I did you guys notice it? Just um like some of my best 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 friends were from South America. I know. I feel like mm-hmm. they were always on the phone with their parents the whole day. I don't know if you guys had South American teammates as well, but uh, was it the same for you guys? No, I don't think I did. That was something funny I noticed from 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 them. So I, I would always call my mom because I'm a mama's boy, uh-huh. and um, and then my mom's like, "Why are you always calling me?" And I was like, "Yeah, but all my my teammates call their parents the whole." Time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was always you know South what? Americans. <laughs> that actually reminds me, like in Italy. Everybody um, voice notes everywhere, no matter where you are, they will voice note something to like whoever they're talking to. They, they don't text. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it'll be two words and they'll voice note it. And I'm just like, why can't you just text that? Like, I'm like, you know, it's so weird. But I mean, it makes sense when you think about writing a big text, you just literally just talk and send it. But th- you wouldn't do that in England. People would look at you strangely, I'm sure. In the US, they don't either, right? They, they don't send those voice yeah. notes, right? No, no, I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> yeah um you um one thing that just popped up um like you, you talked about um it was interesting for you to see your teammates how they prepare for a game do you have game rituals like pre-game rituals are you mm. are you superstitious see i'd like to say i'm not but like i do a couple of things the same if i like play well or if I like won a game or you know like I'd wear like what would like, we think what what would I normally do like oh if like if I didn't braid my hair and I and I played really well a game I wouldn't braid my hair the next game <laughs> like it's stupid things like that or like if I won under armor the one game and I played well or we won then I'd wear the under armor the same like uh the next game and even if it was hot like kind of thing which is a bit strange because I don't know why I do that, but, but I mean, yeah, I, I would say that's understandable, that, though. It's like, like if something doesn't work, I mean, you change something, mm, right? Yeah, if it works, you keep it. I I think uh, Gary, um, my coach in in America, Max, he he wouldn't shave his beard until we lost, so his beard would be like all like ginger and weird. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not shaving it until we lose and I was like okay and and you and then your senior year you won everything I think right so his beard was was yeah. was how was it looking by the end can you describe it a bit not the best not honestly the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no so just I feel like my Gary was very very superstitious though because like he had to do was everything he? but even yeah I, yeah he'd wear like the same things for game days like what like every game day he'd wear the same thing or like he'd do things in order because we did it last game uh but that actually reminds me here they're very superstitious too so before I was six games so we have a new manager now who's in charge of these five games sorry and we've won all five games uh before that we were struggling a bit so he wrote on the board um he wrote like he always writes three points with two explanation marks or something like that. I don't pay that much attention to it. And the last game he wrote three fucking points. And the girls were like, no, 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 you've got you've got to like scribble that out and just write three points. So he writes three points with three explanation marks and then underlines it 
And they were like, "What? whoa, no, no, no. Like, you need to change that. <laughs> so we had to do it again and write three points with two explanation marks. And they were like, okay, that's good. And they wouldn't let us listen to music because we haven't listened to music like the past three games. So we had a speaker and the girls were like, no, we can't, we can't listen to music. We haven't done that for the past four games. <laughs> and they were like, what? what? <laughs> like, They're superstitious, aren't they? very very superstitious here yes i think that's that's, a, that's such a nice story i, I love that actually <laughs> i like the detail about the exclamation marks yeah it's so funny like, i didn't even i don't even realize what he puts like, i just see he puts three points that's it but i guess the girls don't like they think nope it's got to be two exclamation points and that's it um, how do you how, game day routine what, what formation do you yeah. guys do you guys play axa do you have two six like two sentiment holding sentiment fielders or we change it up a lot. Right now, we have two uh, two centre mids and, and a second mid, but sometimes we have like a three, mm-hmm. just like a uh, a line. Yeah, I was gonna. Um, but I was gonna ask you because yeah. I I remember when I when I moved there from Spain, what I thought was so weird is that the two centre midfielders with us were always four and eight. Is it the same with you guys? Is the four a centre midfielder for you, or I mean, you guys have your uh, fixed numbers? I'm guessing, right? You have your yeah yeah. I always thought that was so weird. Though. Yeah, but it's that's actually quite because America, no matter what you are, it doesn't matter. It matters. If you're a seven, you're an eight, you're in the middle. If you're a nine, you're a striker. You know, in in America, you could be number one and be a striker. Like I find that so weird. Or du- double, like, zero, double, that. double zero. Double <laughs> zero. Yeah, like you could be double zero. You could be a winger. Like, but why? Well, I mean, Max, look, uh, Steven Gerrard had in the national team the number four as well and played sentiment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting how in all different countries they, they have different numbers for, for a little bit different numbers for some positions. Yeah, what, that's what, actually really true. What number do you have now, Axel? 28. Do, do you play as a trequartista, like a number 10, or what, what do you play as? No, as, I used to play as a 10, but now I play... Um, as a winger, a uh, right winger. Oh, true. Flo was saying you cut in a lot on your left. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did did you but choose twenty yeah. eight? I mean, I did, but only because there was no numbers available because I came so late to this team. You know, <laughs> it's the classic. Scenario. And it has an eight in it. Yeah, it has so an eight like, in it. Edelar, you you chose the eight because of Stevie G. I did well. Yeah. Honestly, seven was my favorite number before then, but somebody had seven. But then obviously now it's Steve, like eight will be always be my number. So if I ever could get eight, I'll have it now because I had such a good years like in America. So you're superstitious as well. Maybe. Well, I'm never <laughs> going to choose 12 again ever in my life because that's why I was an athlete. <laughs> number 12? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, in Germany, that's the number for the, um, for the second goalie. In Italy too. That's the, that's what they told me after, and I was like, honestly, I don't, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> in the in the UK, it's thirteen, right? I think. Oh, I don't. I don't. Yeah. In the UK, yeah, maybe. It's yeah, yeah. That's why Jack. When I when I talked to 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 Jack before before signing for LA, I was like, yeah, but I want number thirteen, and he was like, no, number thirteen is uh, second goalkeeper. I was like. No way. No, I want number 13. That's my condition. <laughs> That's really funny, actually. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Max, are there, is there another question you wanted to ask? <laughs> I think I've asked, I've, I've, we've kept um, AXA up long enough today, but um, I would love to yeah, you guys in the future, maybe get you on again in, in the future. Or I'm really, I must say, I'm so intrigued to learn more about the women's game. I feel like I, mm -hmm. I'm so, so, so far behind on my knowledge in terms of that. <laughs> and um, yeah you're missing out yeah and today was really eye-opening and no I, i really genuinely just enjoyed it that's probably why i was asking a lot of questions as well because <laughs> oh thank you so much i know i appreciate that mm. i appreciate you guys interviewing me it was, it was cool yeah. it was nice to yeah have a good conversation. amazing to have you on the pod like um we we, we talked uh, like months ago we, we talked already about um who we can bring on the pod like we know we know so many people and um yeah when i when i mentioned to max that um that i know you that we're good friends and you you play professionally in italy and max was like oh yeah we gotta get her on the pod <laughs> and i'm so excited and then um yeah i think once once we started uh, max was like hey let's get axa on, on the pod at, at the beginning like it's just oh, a that's cool awesome. story let's do that <laughs> and uh yeah thank you very much for doing that um of course no, i enjoyed welcome. it as well um we haven't talked in quite a while so yeah i'm very happy to to see and hear you again yeah it was nice to catch up i feel like i just give you so much of my life i'm i hope you you wasn't bored by it no 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 not. oh my god it was amazing it was really it was really good yeah it's really interesting yeah and yeah i wish you i wish you all the best axa um don't forget to send us the the stream of of one of your upcoming games i'll try to catch at least a half and you play on sunday right sunday yeah yeah and you're traveling tomorrow already Yes, uh, we travel down just like three and a half hours. I feel like games are, fi are quite far here. So. Oh, one thing, Axa. That's far. When you when you guys. Uh, well, I mean. I was going to ask you when you're traveling and um <laughs> and you're on your on your way back. Do you guys stop at the auto grill? Mm -hmm. You know the auto grill is the, like the the things on the side of the the highway. These mini restaurants that have like all the sandwiches and all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How fire are oh, those yeah. sandwiches, man? <laughs> so <laughs> fire. <laughs> yeah, you are so right. Mike said that before in his episode. It was like, oh, the sandwiches. I love the sandwiches. So much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I miss the most about Italy. <laughs> that is amazing. Nah, he's right though. They're, they're fire. Oh, man. Now, now I'm a vegetarian, <laughs> but I used to get the, like, the, the Milanese, like the... Oh, come on, shut up. You're a vegetarian for one week now. No, three weeks <laughs> now. Three. Wow, three weeks. I'm, I'm excited to see how long you can keep up with that. I yesterday, I was tempted, but no. <laughs> no, Axel, I, I, wish you, <laughs> I wish you all the best and, no. and keep balling. That is so funny. And, um, and yeah, I'm, I think it's awesome what you're doing and I wish you a great career. And um, yeah, I hope that Thank you so much. On, on the pod again. Yeah, of course. I'll, I'll be down to join whenever you guys want. You guys are too sweet. Yeah, absolutely. From my side as well, Axel, of course. I uh, only wish you the best. Uh, told you, I told you many times. I think I told you quite some times today. Um, for me, you're an unbelievable player. And uh, I know you have huge, you still have huge potential. And uh, Yeah, I'm totally convinced that you that you can make it even further and hopefully, fingers crossed, one day for England. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, guys. No, I appreciate you guys. Flo, I need to see you balling out too. So, never you... Max, do you still play football? No, no, I don't. I got two two no. ACLs, so my college career ah, is, no. is the last thing I was able to experience. But I'll follow your careers, guys. Yeah, he's like that. So you gotta, you gotta get, get going again. Come on. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just waiting to play again. <laughs> you know, I always have, I always have the the football boots in my, uh, in my, in my trunk in the car. I always have some. <laughs> I always have a pair. That's awesome. Always ready. Always ready. No matter where I'm going. <laughs> All right, Aksa. Again, thank you so much. Um, have a have a great night and uh, safe travels tomorrow. And good luck on Sunday. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Good luck, Aksa. Um, I'm thank excited you. for next time. Really looking forward to have you here again. For sure, I am too. Take care, my friend. Thank have you. a good one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You too. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> yes. yeah that was it for today um like i said at the beginning i think we didn't uh, promise too much it was really really good insights from from axa mushtag playing professionally in italy now with a big career hopefully coming up with the big goal of uh, playing for the for the English national team. Of course, fingers crossed. Um, we believe in you, AXA. And uh, I'm 100% convinced you're going to go your way. And uh, we're super excited to have you on uh, in the future again, because uh, there's probably, or I'm pretty sure, some very new, uh, very great stories coming up from your side and i guess for you max it was uh it was good to hear uh, some info how it is in italy right now <laughs> yeah i see you shaking your head yeah you're you're jealous man i know i know i know man <laughs> i miss it i miss it but yeah i mean there were a lot of uh, similarities of um what you were saying from your time in italy so um yeah i guess it's all true <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah it was it was a lot of fun um talking to to axa i mean it was less an interview than just uh, <laughs> a regular conversation like it was uh, it was super fun i think you guys could hear it and um yeah what we yeah, have I next think, week max yeah i mean uh, just to add on to that i think we could have gone on for three hours it was just a, it was <laughs> yeah. like a casual conversation conversation in the pub we were just like chatting away you know it was like 1 a.m in germany <laughs> and italy and and everywhere where we were so no, it was amazing. Really appreciate it, AXA. And best of luck. And yeah, we know you're going to represent the, the, the English national team soon. So yeah, next week, you know, we've had someone from, we've had players from North America, players playing in Europe on the podcast. And next week, we're going to be unlocking a new continent. So uh, stay Ooh, tuned. That sounds guy. exciting, Max. Very, very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as we as we get more global, maybe sponsors become aware of us. So, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That will take some time still. But um, yeah, this, no, I'm this, excited. Is this the running gag now? Yeah, that we have that we have so many sponsors. Is that yeah. that uh, call for sponsors? Yeah. 
So if you want to sponsor us, guys, just uh, you know, give us a call and and we'll evaluate your proposition. <laughs> wow! Now he has a master's degree and. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. No, I'm excited for next week. Um, it's going to be some really interesting insights. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's that time of the day again, Flo. Yeah. Uh, um, before. Which you today? Oh, God. <laughs> Dr. Markus Merck from Germany. A Dr. Legend. Markus Merck, can you blow the final whistle? Yeah, before I do that. Yeah, before I blow the final whistle and finish off this episode, if you have any questions about um, Access Korea or um, what we're doing, feel free to DM us on Instagram and, of course, follow us on Instagram help us grow a community our instagram name is kidswap.podcast you can also send us an email info at kidswap-ffc.com and yeah it's that time of the day right so there so we go <laughs> thank you guys for listening hope you enjoyed it and until next week Let's see what you got. <laughs> Legends. <laughs>